Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the inaugural 2018 editions of the Minutes with Mute. Scott Mutrin joins us, former BC quarterback, now the sideline reporter, the BC IMG Network. Nice enough to join us. And Scott, I was at Purdue with you uh, over the weekend. The number one request I heard from the Gridiron Club at the pregame tailgate was, where is the Minutes with Mute? Scott Mutrin. I was like, you know what? I got to get him back on. We got to get this going. So thank you so much for coming back on once again this year. Well, happy to do it. Uh, glad, glad, always uh, have a good time. And and for all those Gridiron Club members that listen, they can also listen to the Perch podcast that I do with Bill Spalding that just posted today. Uh, we do that every week. So if they don't get enough fix with you, they can definitely go listen to that as well. Yeah, there you go. All right, you know, Scott, let's get right into it. BC first, first time talking this year with you, three and zero, and then last weekend, tough loss, thirty to thirteen at Purdue. I guess right off the bat, what are your just general takeaways from this loss at, at Purdue? Well, I thought offensively, uh, BC missed some plays down the field. I think in the last couple weeks, you've seen teams adjust to BC's uh, kind of tendencies, and you've seen a lot of. Uh, a lot of defenses walk down either the walk out their outside linebackers or walk down their safeties. And Wake Forest did a good job of taking BC's bread and butter away, which is the play action game, which they were so successful against Wake Forest, getting some big chunk plays down the field, and they were able to rush the edge and force Anthony Brown into some bad bad throws. And then he just caught a couple bad breaks throwing the football, where you know you get two defensive linemen getting interceptions. You don't see that very often. One was on a guy that was getting blocked past the quarterback, and then the other two. It's just it's the first time he'd seen some adversity this year, and I think he's his eyes started to drop a little bit, and he was watching the rush a little bit, maybe not working his progressions because that's a natural course of action when you've had some some adversity and have some interceptions. You start to see things that maybe aren't there, and I think that that was some of the struggles that Anthony had. And I, I really think going forward, it's going to be interesting to see how BC adjusts. You talk about in-game adjustments, and BC really needed uh, to, to adjust for this next part of the season and to, to see what they do to teams trying to combat that taking away the stretch and taking away that play-action game. So it's going to be interesting on offense to see how BC makes makes those adjustments and tries to incorporate some other guys. I'd like to see you know a little more Jeff Smith, a little more uh, Tommy Sweeney, Benny Glines. I thought played very well um, against Purdue. Uh, so that may be some things that they need to kind of figure out this week as they see what teams are trying to do to stop AJ Dillon and some of that play action game. You look at BC's offense first three games, obviously dominant, uh, many you know fifty plus points a game. Things changed in this Purdue game on the road. Do you think it was more, and I was talking about this in the press box, more BC's offense struggling or Purdue's defense with a good game plan uh, coming into that game? Well, some of the things that I mentioned and the big things that I talk about are third downs. And I think BC went three and out in their first series after starting the season with touchdowns on their first three drives and then this year they go three and out on this on this first drive then they go the second drive is a nice touchdown drive where they get two third down conversions one you know one big one that that extends the drive and they get a touchdown on a third down play so that but then after that you don't see another third down conversion until late in the second half so you go an entire probably two quarters plus of not getting the third down conversion, and that's just not a good recipe for BC's offense. They need to be on the field wearing teams down and using A.J. Dillon to kind of, you know, 
get those three, four yards of carry, and then as the game wears on, those defensive guys lose their legs and their desire to tackle him, and their inability to stay on the field, and then the defense on the other end, their inability to get Purdue off the field. Purdue went nine for their first 13 on on third downs, and that's a, that's an unbelievable amount of you know clips right there. So the, the, and their ability to to stay on the field really just they dictated the tempo and controlled the line of scrimmage of that game, and and they really put BC on their heel on on, on their heels. And you know what was interesting? The post game presser, Coach Adazio was saying, you know, he really going to this game wanted to create that almost that no huddle type offense for BC. Uh, that quick pace. They did a little bit in the second half, had some success before the interception in the end zone, but he was amazed how they really weren't weren't able to do that at all, Scott, in the first half, and it was just kind of like what you said. The flow just wasn't there. They weren't getting first downs, and you could see there's a huge... Not having that pace with that offense uh, made a big difference, I thought, at least, in the output. Absolutely. It's tough to keep... It's tough to keep pace if you're not staying on the field offensively. Yep. And Purdue, they ran 60, 69 plays, I believe, 41 rushing attempts. Now, they only averaged about two or so, 2.9 yards per rush when you, you factor in some sacks and other things. But they were 21 for, 21 for 28 throwing the football. I thought David Blau played exceptionally well. He was really in control of that game. And they did, they did a really good job of, of extending it. They didn't play with a lot of pace. And if you watched as the game went on, especially as they got – uh, as when they got the big lead and it got later into the second half, they really milk the clock. And when they do that, you don't get BC the opportunity to, to get on the field and use that offense to score some points. So they didn't have the amount of possessions. But inevitably, that falls down to BC's fault, uh, their inability to convert on third down. It was an issue last year, and it started to pop its head up um, You know, this year. Even, even against Wake Forest in the first half, BC was one for eight. And they had a great second half where they were five for eight and, and were able to get some conversions. But that's been a problem for them for the last year and a half now. I guess that, that leads me to my next question for you is, you're you're your quarterback, right? What, what mindset do you need to have in third down on the road? The crowds cheering as a quarterback leading the charge. Is there a difference on third down to kind of make it successful? In your opinion? Oh, absolutely. Third down's a lot harder to throw on because, like you said, everyone knows you're throwing on third down. So that's they allow them to pass rush. You see a lot more blitzes. You see a lot more nickel or dime defenses. A lot of different stunts and other things that go up front. So. You have to protect that on the offensive line. Then your receivers have to make those adjustments. It's not easy to throw when everyone needs, you know, knows that you're going to throw. So some of the things that, that I liked as a quarterback was the ability to get some easy throws in. And Purdue, you know, they gave up, average giving up 310 yards pass in a game. They, they were given some cushion on the corners. I thought BC could have taken advantage of that early in the downs to, you know, on first or second down when you're getting some more base defense or you're getting some defenses that are looking to stop the run. If you throw versus those defenses, then your your opportunities to complete some easier passes and get in rhythm as a quarterback obviously start to rise. Um, but the the problem was is that BC tried to do that, and then if you get an incompletion. Um, then all of a sudden it comes back and now you're second and ten and fighting the sticks. Or they had two interceptions that come when they tried to throw early, early in their uh, in their possessions and that got them as well. So it was just more. It was you know the third down conversion didn't didn't help. And then falling behind and and then kind of getting out of what they wanted to do didn't wasn't really conducive to their style of offense. And then last couple questions here as we shift to defense. What your thoughts on the defense? Obviously. Uh, a lot of times with turnovers, they were hurt, tough positions. 
Uh, but what kind of what what did you think about the BC's defense with Purdue? Well, I thought the defense, you know, they did a good job, like stopping the run. If you look at the numbers, but I think that because of the way in which Purdue kind of ran and threw the ball, a lot of their third down conversions were shorter. So it's tougher to defend third and short. It's much easier to defend third and long. Even though they had four or five sacks, I think some of those things get a little bit skewed. In the end, I was I was impressed with the way they battled back after some of those interceptions because they could have given up, and their ability to to bounce back and and not and not let up and and play relentlessly was was impressive. They had two big fumble recoveries, great plays by. Um, Zach Allen, but also had a couple other turnovers taken off the board and, and a bad personal foul penalty. You know, Zach Allen's offsides, and that negates a Will Harris interception, which was early in the game and could have changed momentum. It just seemed like the entire day, and, and, and you talk about these certain things, is that there's about three to five plays every game that are the difference between winning and losing. And Purdue just had, when their opportunities came, they cashed in on every single one of them. And for BC, when their opportunities came in that situation, they just they just didn't capitalize on that. I would say like Purdue was five for five, and BC was zero for five in that in in that discrepancy. And that's when that happens, then you got to find ways to overcome it, or you got to you know eliminate some of the, the the mistakes that that put you behind that eight ball. So just to wrap up, too, at least on a high note, special teams. How about Mike Walker? Michael Walker, geez, you know, a great starting field position for a lot of these kickoff returns uh, right, for it was BC. A good bounce back from for Michael Walker after he had the fumble punt return versus versus Wake Forest. But the the fact of the matter is, it's it's a little disappointing. Is that if your best you know biggest highlight is your kickoff return guy, that means he's on the field entirely too much. If he's getting all those return yardage, it means that that the other team's kicking off way too much, which means they're scoring a lot of points. Yeah, no question about it. All right, just big thing now. Looking ahead, Temple next week and. You know, like I said, the, at least the Purdue is not a conference loss. A little bit of a wake-up call. You have one more out-of-conference game here at Temple, and then you go to the ACC play. So, uh, big game, though, coming up at Temple on Saturday. Yeah, and, you know, Coach Adazio has mentioned in his press conference that they got he's got some, you know, angry and some pissed-off players in that in that team room and, and on that field, and that's good, I think. Maybe some of the the pressure, or even you know, your kids are smart and they hear people talking and they know you know they were ranked for the first time in a long time, and I'm sure that they felt pretty good about themselves. And maybe maybe something led up in their preparation or mental mindset. It seemed like uh, you know on the defensive end they played a lot of plays versus Wake Forest, and even though they had ten days off, maybe their legs were a little heavy. Um, but I think that right now you just. Right now, it's, a, it's maybe use that as a wake-up call. Don't let one defeat lead into two, two defeats and, and continue to snowball that way. I think if they bounce back and just kind of get back to play in their ballgame, make some adjustments and play with some downhill you know, ferocity, that, that they can get back going on the right path at home versus Temple. And then, you know, being 4-1 and one and going into conference play is not a bad gig. And, and being ready to take on some people in the ACC. And, and there are plenty of people on this on the schedule going forward, and, and I mentioned this in, in, in my podcast that we do, is when I break down the ACC teams, there are a lot of teams that have a lot of questions in the ACC, and a lot of them revolve around their quarterback situation and some offensive play. So 
if BC can just kind of get back to being who they are, big physical team, make some adjustments here on offense, and and maybe even kind of take the reins off Anthony Brown and maybe let him throw it a little bit more earlier and earlier in some possessions, maybe that'll free up some running lanes for AJ Dillon. And defensively, continue to put some pressure on quarterbacks, turning over. They're averaging two takeaways a game on defense. That's a recipe for winning. The problem is, this past week, you turn it over four times, and and you only get two turnovers. You, you're losing the turnover battle there, but if they continue to win the turnover battle and focus on third down on both sides of the ball, then, then that's the type of team that's going to be able to do some damage going forward. Alright, Scott Muchin, thanks as always for joining us. Appreciate it, and uh, we'll hear you on Saturday, BC Temple, BC IMG Sports Network. Always good to see you, Mike. Thanks for having me. Great, great.